You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. Greetings, movie fans, and you're all very welcome to The Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas. Um, my name's Owen, and we've got no time for fancy introductions this oh. week. That's Justine. Don't, don't, no time to say hello. That's Rory. That's Paul. Because there's one thing and one thing only that we're all here for. Friend, <laughs> yeah. Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah, it is. It is friendship. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> it is, of course, it's the week that we're reviewing... Avengers, <laughs> get friendship, Avengers friendship <laughs> uh, out of my head. Um, so that's coming up later on the show. Rory has had a chance to see the film and this week oh. you're allowed to talk about it. Uh, I am allowed to talk about it, but I feel there's there's like a, a sniper dot somewhere on me at all times if I say anything that is even remotely spoilery. So it's it's going to be a tight rope walk. Don't ruin the end game. We can, don't, don't ruin, ruin the end game. Don't ruin the end game. We can Rory's on-screen death out of the show if he does talk mm -hmm. about it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a good show. Just click me yes. away. And we also have the stars of Avengers Endgame as well. Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson and Paul Rudd coming up. Don't worry, we'll rattle through them. They're not important. It's all about the review. <laughs> uh, but before all that, if you'd like to get us in touch, and bear in mind we will not be getting back to you because we don't have time to get back to you. Um, it's uh, Twitter at Big Review Ski, or you can get us on Instagram as well. My mommy actually follows the show now on Twitter. She follows three people. One, the Big Review Ski. Two, That's not a person. Yeah. <laughs> Two, Justine Stafford. What? My mommy follows you. Hot fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she doesn't follow you, any of oh us. You better follow her back then. She doesn't follow you. <laughs> she doesn't follow me. Your mother doesn't follow you. She says she doesn't know how it works. The third, the third person or thing that she follows Rock. is some housing agency in Canterbury in England. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why do you do that? So those are the three. Can we, get your, like, can we actually ditch the uh, Avengers interviews and just get your mom in to and talk just give about her mommy in yeah. instead. Her to talk Twitter choices. Yeah. Mrs. Bring her in on the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. So, she can get um, in on the friendship. Yeah. yeah, so she can like one of her tweets, yeah. basically. But she's there. Oh, uh, I'm going to follow her back now. Happy this days. is great. Thanks very much. Just follow the rest. Follow Rory and Paul oh, and me. Son. And me as well, please. <laughs> Thanks, Mommy. Um, so we've got all that. Um, we've got prizes to give away. We're going to be announcing the winner <gasps> of our Avengers Endgame premiere tickets. Uh, somebody has won those tickets. They've spotted the connection between our high clues over the past couple of weeks. Um, as well, that we'll have other Omniplex tickets to give away as well. Uh, but before all of that, it's time for the big question. I know we said we were in a rush. We're just going to slow things yeah. back down Ooh, and go. Cool. Just take it easy. And it's time for the big question on the big review ski. And this week it's over to me. Um, Owen Doherty for the nice big question. <laughs> yeah, no. Thanks, Owen. Got it. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Caught it. Um, so I want to know, basically, for the week that's in it, and we've had conversations around this before, but this is the definitive one. Oh. What is your favourite scene in Showgirls? What, <laughs> what is your favourite Marvel movie uh, to celebrate the release of Avengers Endgame? I'll just, I'll, I'll just throw mine's out there. Mine's. Um, <laughs> it's not oh, a secret. No, it's plural. <laughs> no, no, no. My first one. Uh, no, it's from 2012. It is the Joss Whedon-directed uh, Avengers Assemble. Um, I mean, I know there's so many amazing films over the course of like the 22 films, mm -hmm. well, including Endgame, that have been released. Um, some phenomenal... Uh, like, has there, 
ever been any really weak ones? I know Iron Man 2 gets a kind of a bad Thor rap. Thor 2. Thor 2 definitely Incredible gets a bad Hulk rap. was a bit of yeah. a CGI mess by the end as well. So there are weak ones. There are weak ones. Yeah. But I mean like... <laughs> like on like, average. Yeah, 3 out of 22 ain't bad. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, we'll see about the 22nd one later on. Oh, we'll see about the... Ooh. No cliffhanger. Um, friendship. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, Avengers Assemble, as I said, came out in 2012. And the reason... I loved this film so much. It was uh, the coming together of the Avengers initiative. You had uh, the individual films for Iron Man and for Hulk, mm. um, for Thor and for mm. Captain America as well. Uh, and this was it. Uh, Nick Fury had assembled uh, all our heroes and Hawkeye and Black Widow, of course. Um, and basically, uh, that film just seemed so huge at the time whenever they all come together for the massive climax uh, of the film in New York. And even looking back at some of the clips now, you're just like, that was so tiny because Loki mm. is the bad guy. Yeah, and they'd <laughs> already beat Loki. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was packed full of like amazing moments, especially like the Hulk taking on Loki at the end and doing his whole puny god thing. Uh, it just looked incredible. And as we'll see, there's a little clip here, but that iconic moment now where the camera pans around all the heroes and they're all like kind of fixing their gun or their hammer or their shield or whatever. So this is a little look at Avengers Assemble. How desperate are you? And you call on such lost creatures to defend you. You have made me very desperate. We're not a team. We're a time bomb. This is nothing we were ever trained for. As I said, it's a brilliant film, um, but it was more about the cinematic experience of going. It was the premiere in Ireland and everybody was just buzzing for it. And I remember just sitting there like a big goofy kid and being like, this is... Incredible, just unbelievable. Do, do we like Avengers Assemble? Yeah, like I think it, when you look back at it now, you're right, it does feel a lot smaller. Um, there's something about it as well where it, it doesn't like, it's not even that the scope feels smaller, but like when you see the camera work and stuff, it's like Marvel still, like they're obviously very uh, confident to make this film, but they still weren't confident enough to have like a style yet. Everything was like, here's this man and he's doing this thing. Uh, whereas later on they got a bit more stylish. Um, but yeah, like it is, I remember seeing it in the cinema as well for the first time and I was like, oh shit, this is quite, this is huge. Uh, and everyone in it is, is great. Two. Yeah. <laughs> do you like it, Paul? Yeah, I loved it as well. And uh, really hard thing Wedding had to do, or Whedon, 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 um, in terms of just getting them Joss, all together. Joss, we'll just call it Joss. Joss, yeah. Joss. <laughs> um, and also, it just kind of confused me how they didn't stick the landing with Ultron in comparison. It was just so bad compared to the sense of fun that this film had, like it just goes to show you, you kind of take it for granted that the scale is so big in these things, but at the time it really was like jaw on the floor. And like the expectation on all these films, like you name a Star Wars, Harry Potter, any franchise film is insane. But like this, because they kind of stuck the landing on most of the introductions, maybe the Hulk decide that like 
in a way, the expectation of fans is never going to match what they have. But I came into it and I was completely hooked from the first minute. So, um, I mean, in that way, I think it was the most difficult of all the films to get right. And they did. Yeah, I forgot about Ultron. We can add that to the list of not-so-fantastic yeah. Marvel films as well. I, I like Ultron. Uh, I, I, I like, I've, got, I've got some time for Ultron. I think. Uh, Iron Man was just far too prominent in it. It was just it was, it was basically an Iron Man film, I got the sense. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I like Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you a fan of Avengers Assemble? So I went through that film on a first date. And, <gasps> Here we go. Uh, Sit back, relax. Tell a story. Comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit tainted because the guy was half an hour late. So oh, I'm no. just standing there like, oh, I've been stood up. This is what this feels like. <laughs> and then he showed up and, you know, was like, oh, I get your food. I was like, okay. So I got the popcorn and, you know, got in and the popcorn was finished before we even got to the screen because that's how popcorn. Of you, course, know, you know how yeah. popcorn You're goes. You're not allowed to eat it in the cinema. No, no that's way. illegal. Uh, and then it was good. So I was already kind of at a loss with the storyline because my knowledge of the Marvel world is not as, you know, concise as ye. some other people. Some other people's. Uh, yeah, so that kind of changed it. And there was never a second date. So it's a bit. Maybe he's just still late. Maybe, Maybe he's on his yeah, way to the second date. He just hasn't arrived <laughs> no, yet. Yeah. yeah. Because I find it. Um, I found it very useful. You see that meme that's going around, it's like showing you what order you should watch the films in. Yes. So the Marvel, mm -hmm. like, that is handy for someone like me who's trying to catch up with everything. Uh, and also there was a great one going around where just in the middle of it, they'd added in Shrek the Third as one of the films that's... It's a key. There's key. Some, yeah. some key moments in so, there. It's yeah. important yeah. to break it up. Could be yeah. a spoiler for in-game. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shrek is the villain after yeah. all. Yeah. Um, uh, so what did you go for then in terms of your favourite Marvel film? So in terms of my favourite Marvel film, I went for Deadpool. Okay. <laughs> oh no, are you telling me this? Rory, is, is it time to I'm, get out the air? I'm not, listen, well first of all, it's not supersonic, which is a start, but I love that, <laughs> oh, this is I great. Oh have I got this wrong? No, 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 well, well, yes, but no, it's fine. We'll ask, could let's ask worse. Rory. It could be Howard the Duck, I mean, like, come on. <laughs> so Deadpool is a fantastic, or why do you like Deadpool so much first? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, explain to me first. I was so confident. I was just legit so confident going into this. I was like, I've nailed it. I've got it right this time. Hang on. Is it MCU related? No, no, no. It, it's not. It is. It is Marvel. But I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pass I'll over explain. to Rory here just to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Why is Deadpool your favorite MCU movie? <laughs> Because he like. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick Shrek the Third. <laughs> it's about as leaked. This <laughs> is hilarious. Well, the reason I like it is because <laughs> he like breaks the fourth wall yeah. so often and like mm. addresses. <laughs> I feel like an idiot saying No, 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 no. Oh it, it is no. It's um because he is a Marvel character. <laughs> that's where I yeah, got. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Technically, that's the confusion. yeah, that's it. Because we're we're we can talk about favorite Marvel films as opposed to favorite Marvel cinematic she universe knew the films. Coming that's it. fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. it is. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, Marvel did, yeah, you, yeah. You didn't yeah. say MCU in the question. That's so. true. That's true. So it's it's exactly it's right. Legit. It's, it's legit. Correct. It's legit. It just it was it was unexpected. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but surprises are nice. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, like that's come to be expected with me. With these <laughs> Even when I expect you unexpected, I still was <laughs> not expecting that. Oh, what, so he breaks the fourth wall. Obviously, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is. Class. Well, I mean that already. I was sold to be honest when Ryan Reynolds was involved, but Fair. I just think 
there's a lot more humour in it. I don't know, I really like it because he pokes fun at himself and he keeps in that whole Hugh Jackman, Wolverine rivalry and I love that throughout it. And then I just thought the marketing even for it of like having Deadpool as a character and like, I just thought he was really, really, I really loved the film. And I loved the sequel as well and had Rob Delaney in it as Peter and... Oh, that's right. Oh, Whatever they're the, what are they called? The call the the X-Force or something? The X-Force. Sugar yeah. Bear. Is that what he calls them? <laughs> Sugar Bear. Yeah, that's an amazing oh, scene. Oh my God. And I want there to be a third film just to have Rob Delaney back yeah. as character. Brad Pitt was in that too, very briefly. Yeah. Killed off very quickly. Um, but uh, well, now that Disney have taken over Fox the world, the world. and the world yeah. as well, then uh, Rob Delaney, Deadpool, they might all be coming back uh, in the MCU then as well. Who knows? You yeah. never know. MCU, you what's that? <laughs> you never know. Um, so, not so Deadpool. Yeah, I tried, you guys. I, <laughs> no, tried. I love that film. It's perfect. I love that film too. It is. It, it is, is good. good. I will. I will be curious to see how Disney Fox thing works out because like the Avengers stuff is very 12s mm. here's the family I mean, he and Deadpool is yeah. he literally <laughs> gets his woman have a strap on on him yeah. and plows him you know yeah, Disney this is true, this is true. it's not going to be Maybe the PG cut animated is that, <laughs> there's, there's a spot in the Venn diagram they'll find yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. between Disney strap-ons. They've got an audience right here. <laughs> yeah. Right here, here sort of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving swiftly onwards. Uh, Paul, what did you go for? Uh, I was kind of tossing and turning about my final answer and I went for something because I preempted Rory's one and I think we have the same tastes. Okay. So I'm going to go for something completely different which I think is going to have a bigger impact in the future of Marvel and um, I went for Ragnarok which is the third Thor film. Because A, it has the greatest character in the MCU, in my opinion, Korg. The uh, man is made of rooks and his friend Meek. <laughs> who, to be honest, it's the only thing I'm worried about going into Endgame. I want to know if they're alive. And uh, Rory asked a certain someone that question coming up later. We'll find out. That's right. Yeah, actually, in your chat with Chris Hemsworth, we won't hear it right now today, but you can check like the full interview with Chris Hemsworth up on Joe. But as you said, you've been very concerned about exactly, uh, yeah. their well-being for but, a long uh, time. I, I think, actually, going forward... Like, the first tour was good. Branagh kind of had the fish out of water vibe. The second tour, I don't think they knew what to do with him, with Alan Taylor. And then the third one, it almost felt like, oh, we have to make it. We'll do anything we want. And they went for Taika Waititi, who I love as a director. He actually voices Cork. But it, aside from that, he's very, the action's very good. But you also have, like, you forget, like, there's an orgy spaceship in that. Jeff Goldblum goes full Jeff Goldblum. You got Kate Blanchett as a fantastic villain. Carl Urban as some off-the-wall henchman. It's really funny, and they actually, it's the best representation, I think, of Banner, Bruce Banner as a character, between the Hulk and uh, the scientist himself. They kind of incorporate the uh, Planet Hulk arc from the comic books. So a lot of people said, oh, I hate YT, you ruined Thor. I was like, no, you just did something completely different. You went down the Guardians route. It's a funnier film than Guardians. And also now looking back, I think a lot of the Marvel stuff, um, as much as I love it, does tend to have the kind of the same repetition, the the the, the Infinity Stones, you know, you had the aerial dogfights. Thor just felt something completely different, the finale scene. It was off the wall. They met, they literally let a madman go and make his own film. And it worked. Like, uh, Hemsworth, um, from what I've read, and I don't know anything about Endgame, Rory will review it later. He seemed, I always got the fresh in that, I'm done with Marvel now. But from what I've read around, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested. I'll, I'll see what they do. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen or not. But he seems... They seem like they finally nailed uh, the tone of the character. Just and just when Thor is like becoming interesting, 
uh, you want to see what they do with it. And I, anything Waititi makes, I'm up for it. So, and Korg is easily the best character ever in the MCU. Him and Meek, they have the best friendship. So that's the reason I'll go see Endgame just for that. Just yeah, see if that's, alive. that's uh, you're pinning all your hopes of Endgame on yeah. their survival. And the orgy spaceship. And the orgy, those two things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Roy, did you go for the orgy spaceship as well? In life, yes, but in uh, <laughs> in the answer to this question, no. I'm going to see if my preemption was right. Well, yeah, I've been I've been very vocal There's and no open secret. about my love for the Winter Soldier, yeah. mm. uh, which I only rewatched ooh, like a week ago. Um, it still holds up fantastically well, and I think it's because like Steve Rogers is so boring as a character, <laughs> but they actually gave him something to do. He like he he's this guy who's trying to like. Maintain an ideal in a world where that ideal just does not exist anymore. Um, and they paired him up with ScarJo and the two of them have like really good chemistry in it. Uh, like it's platonic chemistry, which is hard to maintain because everyone's just like, you're both beautiful, kiss. Mm. And I they always, do kiss, but it's platonic kiss. I always just imagine Captain Steve Rogers as being like a candle, basically. <laughs> like he's the, that kind of setup. I know he's had love interests. Yeah, I know. like he's loved people. Yeah. Like he's did loved. He, it, though? he did shift the niece of his girlfriend. Yeah, I know, but then, then then there's obviously the whole Bucky and, and Captain Rogers as well. Was the granddaughter yeah. he shifted? Oh, was it? Yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah, no, that, okay. That's much better. Not his granddaughter. <laughs> no, just the granddaughter yeah. of the woman he loved. That's worse. But yeah, no, and the action sequences in are great. They feel very uh, grounded and, and realistic. There's not a huge amount of special effects until the very end when the three special effects are shooting each other out of the sky. Um, the cast, like Robert Redford's in this one. Yeah. And uh, you finally, like, my only problem with this one is I don't think the Bucky Barnes Winter, Winter Soldier thing is great. I think he just looks like an emo with a gun. <laughs> but he can punch people good. But as you said, that fight, whenever uh, he's chasing them initially mm. uh, and they're like uh, jumping off the roads and into the cars and he kind of stops and just grabs the shield and all. you're like, ah, oh, it's amazing. The next. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the that's best an, shot in the MCU that's ever. A great, great I love when he, when he punches through the windshield and just rips the driving wheel off. Yeah. <laughs> driving wheel? <laughs> that's what they call it. Steering wheel? I have a driver, <laughs> so I don't need to know. Uh, and the, everyone in the car is like, uh, uh <laughs> so don't wait for the car to stop before they can uh, do anything. Uh, yeah, no, it's just it's class. And, and games uh, the Russos. Yeah, the Russos. Oh, that's right, one. Russo, Russo Bros. <laughs> that finished director. Yeah, Russo Bros. Russo What a talent. Um, yeah, brilliant films there, but Deadpool. It's <laughs> but it's um, not the scale. No. You think like the Winter Soldier is formidable foe that carry two it. films. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, well, he's just literally a an ant in this timeline of like Infinity War. Like yeah. he is just a supporting character. Now, yeah. it'd be interesting to see again with Endgame how they actually because I know the running time is 181 minutes. 181. How many of these minutes is Deadpool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he make an appearance? With the strap on. Don't, no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, so, yeah, so those are our favorite films in Marvel, not necessarily Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel. Uh, Marvel. Um, but, yeah, so you can let us know your ones as well. Um, oh, it's nearly time for the review, but not yet. Just hide your horses. Just everybody calm. You tease. Calm down. Uh, because it's time for the big trailer of the week, and it's over to Justine Stafford. <laughs> For the big trailer. It's Deadpool, you guys. <laughs> it's Deadpool. Um, no, big trailer this week. So it is Detective Pikachu. Okay. Close. Yeah. <laughs> Almost yeah. the same thing, right? He's <laughs> yeah. Marvel. So um, 
We've had three trailers. This is the third trailer come out. So the first one, I was kind of a bit like, oh my God, they're making a live action Pokemon movie. What? And then the second trailer, I was a bit excited. And then the third one really gets you in the feels because they're playing Wonderful World. And it's actually just showing you, getting the first glimpse of what the Pokemon world is going to look like in CGI. And it just looks... Beautiful. It looks like Zootropolis. It's a beautiful world, yeah. And then with live action, we've Justice Smith. So the story is his father goes unexpectedly missing and him and Detective Pikachu go on a journey to discover what exactly is going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's a little mm. look at uh, Ryan Reynolds, of course, who plays... What else is he uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds <laughs> as Detective saying. Pikachu in Detective Pikachu. I see trees of green Because I Ooh. thought, I saw people kind of saying like, oh, this one will get to you. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, just that little moment between uh, Pikachu and the human mm. <laughs> gets but you. But they, they spoon feed you with the song as well. It's like, oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. already on edge here. It's emotional. Were you a Pokemon fan growing up? Yes, I okay. was. And the first one I ever got, my mum and dad got for me the Pokemon game in Spain. So the whole thing was in Spanish. But Pokemon Red, Pokemon. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I'm here for this, yeah, I'm on board. And then I got in English and then things were so much better. It's usually mean, clearer. Yeah. <laughs> it was a yeah. lot. Yeah, there was a, there was a Pokemon in the bushes, in the long grass. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Pokemon fans? No. Oh. Okay, Paul? I think I was when it came out first, yeah. but not, it got overwhelming. How many is there now? <laughs> thousands. There's a lot, yeah. How many were there at the start? It was like 150 or something, wasn't mm, it? It's, it's really progressed the whole universe of Pokemon. My two younger brothers were obsessed with it. So I was just a little bit older. And they were mad about Pokemon. Like, yeah, I remember they made, a it was a cartoon film that came out, animation, and... I saw that. And my dad fell asleep in the cinema. It was the only <gasps> film he ever came to, and he just passed out <laughs> the whole thing. So I'm going to bring him again, obviously. And of course. He'll get a nice Because he looks tired. Yeah. He's like, do you need another sleep? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah. Pokemon. The chairs are comfy. Yeah, Very comfy. Are. Here we are. Are you a Pokemon fan, Paul? Squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna presume that's a oh, Pokemon. Are you a Pokemon fan? A positive thing? No, <laughs> no. Never, I never watched any of it. Like no, that's I what I'm saying. I, like... I was actually surprised how many I saw: Bulbasaur, Charmander. I saw Squirtle there. I saw. Yeah, I, I can recognise a few. Yeah, I remember like I won't there. even be up to speed with all the latest editions to the sure. universe. But like the old school ones, it's just nostalgia right there. So you're yeah. gonna dress up as Ash with like your yeah. Your I gotta catch I remember all. Team Rocky. 
Yeah. Because mm. they were... They were the baddies. Oh, they were camp as hell. Were they I, brother I thought, and sister? Yeah. Were they or were they Jesse? Jesse? I what was going on? Jeez. Yeah. I just know it's Jigglypuff there. I think he's the one that sings, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, nah, man, that's Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Detective Pikachu's coming out? So 10th of May. 10th of May. Oh, so yeah. not long to wait. Not long okay. to wait at all. Okay. And <laughs> we might. And? And in a future episode. We might have a little chat. <gasps> we oh, may have yeah. a wee chin wag, Yeah. Pikachu. Pikachu with <laughs> Pikachu himself. Now he yeah. doesn't say a lot. It's so mostly Pika and mostly Chew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we can do our Pikachu Pikachu's joke. Pikachu is that Pika. Oh, how do, you, oh. <laughs> how do you get Pikachu on a bus? No. You poke him on. That's like that Lady Gaga one. How do you know Lady Gaga? You poke her face. <laughs> is she in the film? Who knows? Yeah, we'll yeah. see. What was uh, the other one? The other one was what's, your favorite what's a Pokemon's favourite nut? A Pikachu. Rory, cross it off. <sighs> that was my joke. No, it was his joke. Well, I mean, it's 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 a pecan either. Like pecan as well. Pecan pecan it's in there. Pecan chew. <sighs> anyway, detective Anything Pikachu. Else you yeah. about? No, 10th <laughs> of May. Let's get on to Avengers Endgame. So oh, yeah. Um, yeah. before we catch up with the, uh, the stars of the film, here's uh, a little clip of what is probably going to be the biggest film of the year and potentially one of the biggest films of all time. Take that, Star Wars. Heroes. It's an old-fashioned notion. A visionary, a genius, ensuring freedom around the globe. A symbol to the nation, a hero to the world. The beacon of hope, shining out across the stars. I look around at us, you know what I see? A bunch of a-holes. Possibility. You think you know how the world works? The world is changing. We need Yeah, the interesting thing about Avengers Endgame is there was no footage or anything for ages. And then mm -hmm. since the kind of the initial bit of footage has just been like dropping loads and loads of like little TV spots and stuff, but still not giving away a massive amount of, but, well, I imagine of what's happening in the film. Yeah, like the trail, like this one we have running now is, remember, remember, <laughs> remember the all this stuff. Remember the 22, one, 21 movies that don't include Deadpool that, are, <laughs> that have made up this, this, the franchise so far. So like it's it's working well by reminding everyone of all the films and also not spoiling too much at the same time. Okay, so we had uh, a chat with the Russo brothers, which you can go and check out uh, on last week's show. Um, but this week, Chris Hemsworth, uh, you had him one on one, one on one with Chris <gasps> Hemsworth, <laughs> and then on a track. A, and then a two on one with Scarlett Johansson and Paul Rudd as well. Um, have you recovered since then? Like, were you excited? I mean, it's uh, like he's a ridiculously handsome man. She's obviously Scarlett Johansson. Paul Rudd is one the of the soundest people Ageless. in the, in the world. Like, clueless. He's just yeah. like the, the three of them are just they're. <laughs> Top tier, like, and they're better human beings than the rest of us. Like, genetically, and <laughs> they've just been blessed in every way that people can't be blessed. And, and but they don't. You know what? I'm happy for them. They don't have this friendship. 
Oh, that's they oh, don't have seen... this friendship. <laughs> They've got a better one. <laughs> just of money. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad and they don't have Omniplex. Your mom doesn't great. follow them. My mom doesn't follow them on Twitter. That's true. <laughs> Take that, Scarlett Johansson. And none of them were in Deadpool. So, yeah, they're missing out so, big time. Yeah. Um, so what did you get chatting to them about? Uh, well, you can see the full interviews up on Joe at the minute, but uh, one of the big ones was well, the last time we spoke to Paul Rudd was for Ant-Man the Wasp. And we previously did that again. Uh, Joe had gifted him with a certificate of Irishness. So... For that man in the wasp, I asked him, where's your certificate? And he told us he was hanging up in his in his Irish bar that he has in his house that he uh, pours Guinness in and he knows how to do it perfectly. Uh, so at the very start of the interview with Scarlett and Paul, we spoke briefly because he was like, what part of Ireland are you from? And I was like, Dublin, blah, 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 dessert. And then we got chatting about how... Uh, he hasn't invited Scarlett over to his Irish bar yet. <laughs> the Irish bar in She's his house. not friends. Unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not a happy chap. If I had an Irish bar in my house, I wouldn't invite any of you over either. <laughs> but you would invite Scarlett Johansson to be I'd there. invite Paul. Because then yeah. we could... Mur? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Show the clip. <laughs> he hasn't invited you over to his Irish pub in his house? Oh, I thought you said he got an Irish... Uh, what is yeah, it? I did. They gave me an honorary... Like an Irishman. I have a, I have a, a, cert a certification... Uh, and it's hanging on the wall in my house. I, oh, at your bar? Yeah. I haven't been to his bar. I've never been to his house. Where's my invitation? Oh my God, I'm giving it to you right now. <laughs> well, no, on now it's out of the back. It's no. out of the back. I don't want it, okay? Oh, I don't want it. I'm moving well, my arm away, I'm done. <laughs> oh, speaking man. of it. I'm gonna go drink in my own bar. Where was your invitation for him for your bar? Well, I haven't made it yet. Okay. The bar. Future tense. Yeah, so. Gotcha. Okay, so they're off to a feisty start there. She's not happy that she hasn't been invited. Unhappy. And he's like, I'm inviting you now. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he didn't invite you during this. That's a bit <laughs> awkward. <laughs> no, a little bit awkward. That, yeah. never even occurred to me. Yeah, that's a bit awkward. <sighs> Give me that cert back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously Chris Hensworth, who we don't know. He's fiercely proud Australian. Don't know if he has an Irish bar or not. Um, Probably not. But uh, yeah, you got chatting about because he was actually his interview. He's so lovely and genuine. Like really, not that they don't think of like in these interviews that they don't think about their answers. But often they'll just give out like kind of sound bites and stuff. Yeah. But he seemed like he was genuinely. Well, he is an actor, so maybe he is, he's just yeah, pretending. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, he did seem invested in uh, you in, in well <laughs> in uh, in giving. Uh, like intelligent answers I guess like he wasn't as you said sometimes you can interview some people no shade on Scarlett and Paul but you can ask them questions and it does feel like well this is the answer to that question regardless of what you ask me whereas with Chris it did feel like he was actually uh, thinking and being honest which was nice because um, yeah he just he as you'll see in the full interview like he's very forthright about how he feels his journey as Thor was going and seems to be have have like course corrected a bit as well so yeah yeah so uh you were chatting to them all about because again we don't know if any of them are coming back if some of them are coming back if none of them are coming back so you're saying it kind of has that end of school feel to it yeah like it, well the comparison i made and the more i think about it the less corrected feels is return of the king <laughs> because like return of the king didn't potentially go on to have another one uh but there is that kind of Goodbye forever or till next time uh, to, to the people there. Um, and I was just like, was that a sense? Was that a vibe you could feel making the film as well? And uh, this is what he had to say. 
Uh, there is a very kind of Return of the King vibe to this one, where it's like mm. some people are, are, are moving on to the next thing, some people might be saying goodbye to you for a little while, we, we don't fully know. Yeah. Was that the vibe on set as well, where it's like kind of the last week of school where you're like, I might see you again yeah. soon? It, it, it was, and, and I think at first kind of, I think, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I think we, we, we all knew it, obviously, that this was sort of the, the end of this sort of, this chapter, or these chapters, you know, um, and there was a, definitely a greater sort of effort to, you know, we wouldn't all rush back to our trailers in between setups, and, and every lunch we'd tend to eat together rather than going our separate ways and so on, and hang out a lot more outside a set, and it did have a real sense of nostalgia and, and sort of, you know, looking back at sort of what we'd done in the years and when we first came, you know, we played these characters, and and Downey orchestrated that a lot. You know, he oh, was, really? Yeah, I think he because he was the first one in. You know, he he really was. Um, you know, reminding us all kind of look how special this is, and not that any of us there was any lack of appreciation, but the awareness was I think sort of kicked off by him in a greater way. And and then even on this press tour, it's it's, it's been that way. And and all through LA, we were just in LA, and it was quite strange kind of talking about it all and like. It was felt like the end of school, you know. And, yeah. And maybe I'll see you after the holidays or not. And I'll see you something. in college or, or not. See college <laughs> or in the workforce. I don't know. <laughs> Fantastic, Chris. Thanks so much. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, buddy. What a lovely, lovely man. Like, is he? In every he sense. is. He is. Is married, isn't he? He's is married. He? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a family. I know. Yeah. A few years ago, he did Dancing with the Stars in Australia. Did he? What? He did. What? When he was a massive global superstar. Uh, I thought it was only like C-list celebs. I think it was like that. around Star, the first Star Trek time. Right. Okay. Um, but he can he can bop. He can move. Oh, so cool. if you're interested at all in seeing <laughs> yeah, yeah. him do the tango or whatever mm. that dance was, Foxtrot. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got a favorite dance. <laughs> hey Chris, do the Foxtrot. Can you do the Macarena, Chris? <laughs> um, I like that you also because uh, it's a great question about you know how Thanks. was that feeling. Uh, on set whenever they were like wrapping up Endgame um, I love that you attempted to ask Scarlett Johansson and Paul Rudd the same question yeah like this is the opposite end of, uh, of giving uh, intelligent a thoughtful invested <laughs> answer this was uh, I feel from the first question about the Irish bar Scarlett just never she couldn't let go of just having not been invited <laughs> so there was a uh, it did begin with the same question but it we were no longer talking about that by the end of the interview, as you'll see now. Uh, the other thing that it reminds me of a little bit is The Return of the King, where it has a kind of end of an era vibe to it. Now, some of you might still go on and see each other again. It's kind of like the last week of school where you're like, I might see you in college well, or I'll I might you see you separately. Well, I'll see you at your bar, so I'll be but there every day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to let you come and you, I'm gonna, you're going to get to rub the plaque. <laughs> Was that the vibe on set as well, where it was just like, wrong. just having I know, to say goodbye to people? I know, but that's why I said it. Oh. Rub the plaque. Rub the plaque. It's like the, it's like the, it's like the, it's like the, uh, it's like the thing just... at the Apollo Theater. You know, you go on stage oh, yeah, and uh-huh, you rub, yeah. yeah. You rub the, the, the Irish plaque as you enter the, the pub. It could be good luck. That. It could be good luck. Scarlett and Paul, thank you so much. Yes, he's obsessed with that bar. Well, we all are. Yeah. yeah. We, we all want a, an invite from Paul to his Irish bar. I wonder what it is. Like, is it one of those Rudge. ones that's just... <laughs> <laughs> the other Paul. Um, is Fine, it, I wonder, when is I it get just my like... Irish bar, you're not getting an invite. Because he said he got, like, a proper, like, Guinness technician, you know, like, to install the Guinness tap and stuff. And as well, I wonder, is it, like, a big full-blown one, which he could obviously afford, or is it, like, one of those, like, little teeny round ones? Like an Ant-Man? <laughs> like a little Ant-Man one? Yeah, exactly. What is this, what is a this, bar, bar for <laughs> 
Uh, we spent uh, too much time together. That was good. Anyway, it's time Friendship. for the Avengers Friendship Review. <laughs> um, Rory, what is the film about? And oh God, you is it any good? Spoiler free. Yeah. Just to let everybody yeah, spoiler so free. Do you know what might be easier? What? If you have questions you want to ask. Okay, yeah, okay, we'll do so, that. 20 questions. Is Deadpool in it? No. Aww. Did you enjoy it? Hugely. Hugely? Hugely. No, because anyone who knows Rory, Rory he doesn't hugely tough. like anything. Did you cry? Oh, no way. Did you what? Did you desperately need oh. to pee after it? I was okay, actually. You were okay. I was okay That's for good. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so hugely enjoyed it. Definitely emotional. This is no Dumbo, folks. But this is Damn, getting serious. Yeah. And you didn't need to pay during it. Mm. But does it feel like everybody gets enough time to, as opposed to like, oh, where's that person gone? Uh, oh no, don't say anything. Oh god. I <laughs> think the people who are warranted the time get the time. Okay. It's okay. okay. So it's three hour <clears throat> rocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's it is supremely difficult to like even remotely talk about it but the plot is basically the Avengers have come up with a plan to potentially undo what Thanos has done and that's all I'm going to say about the plot Okay, <laughs> but I think everyone knew that like it wasn't like well that's the Thanos bit over with yeah then, well at the end of Infinity War that's what everybody jumped to immediately they were like oh my god they're going to go and try something hmm. like this so it would be if interesting you to see other films you can kind of get it you can put two and two together and kind of see what would happen I haven't seen it yet, but I can. I have a good knowledge of what it is from the MCU. Yeah, do you feel like you do need to have that kind of yeah. understanding of what's happened beforehand yeah, as opposed there, to like, there this are is a standalone film? Oh, oh God, oh, no. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I can't imagine anyone watching this having not seen, like... Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> having not seen, <laughs> I don't know, like maybe 12 of the movies because there's... There, it's... it's uh, it, it, it intelligently kind of wraps up the whole of the MCU arc uh, really well. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's, my God. No, that's, that was <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. And yeah. those snipers, they haven't taken a shot at no. you or anything, so you yeah. haven't said anything you're not supposed yeah. to yet. Yes. yet. Okay, listen, we'll leave it there. The fact that you hugely enjoyed it. Um, it's very good. It's, it's really good. It's, it's emotional. Uh, everyone in it yeah. is... Really, really good. Everyone is like, this is, we, we all, we're all perfectly at home in this now. Yeah. Um, it's not perfect. This, the the arc they take Thor on, I was like, ooh. Um, it was questionable, but everyone else, um, and it is, yeah, it is, it is, it is would it be, would it be too much of a leading question to rank it in terms of Avengers movies? Not rank the in MCU. terms of? The, like, of the Avengers, Assemble, Ultron, Ultron Infinity, and Infinity War. War. As in how good it is? Yeah. Oh, it's the best of... Oh, you have of oh okay. holy okay. moly. It's good. maybe my second favourite after Winter Soldier. <gasps> okay. But I will okay. have to go see it again. No, of course, of course. Okay. One thing I will say. Yes. No post-credits. Oh, really? That's a Nothing. first for Marvel. No post-credits. You know what I thought? Spider-Man no. Far From Home would have got something. Because we all know that's coming. We've seen yeah. the trailers. Yeah. It's coming out in July, yeah. 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 It's no mid, no post, nothing. That's so, mad, and they've announced. People will still wait. People will still sit there, no, even though we've said that. No, there is a there is a teeny like nothing. There's a there's a nothing reason to wait, <laughs> and it will be enough for people to wait. Oh, of course, oh, I'm, I'm waiting. Wait. I'm oh, waiting. Regardless, yeah. Okay. And you'll do, you'll do it, and you're like, what? 
of why, why did I wait? That's yeah. credit for so long. Yeah. And but what I'm saying is, is Spider-Man the only Marvel film that's currently filming after this? Right now. Um, they have three. That's been what? announced, but it's not filming yet. Yeah, it's the only other one that's actually been confirmed, confirmed, is uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. The, uh, the Which will be Marvel's first Asian-fronted superhero movie. But uh, that's the only one that's been like, definite. Yeah. Definite, definite. Mm. And that's because Shang-Chi is not in <laughs> Endgame. Endgame. And yeah. anything else, they can't be like, oh, if we announce this, then that it will just be like, mm. oh, will we not give away something? Yeah. Yeah. It made it. Okay, so uh, Avengers Endgame is out in Omniplex Cinemas, well, this this week, basically. You don't need me to tell you that. Everybody's going to see it anyway. Um, so, oh, God, I can't wait. Okay, well. I yeah. can't wait for you all to see it. Yeah, so, so we can we actually can... talk about it a bit yeah. more. Maybe we'll do like a spoiler special. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, no Deadpool. Fair, fair play to some other films who decided to release this week as well, which is it's remarkable. As well, yeah, like there, there are like people out there who won't be going to see uh, Endgame, so they want to put on a little bit of... People who stumble into the wrong counter cinema. Counter-programming. <laughs> um, it's sold out. But one of, those, one of those is eighth grade, but before uh, we hear Justine's review of it, uh, here's a little clip of the film. So, the topic of today's video is being yourself. Being yourself can be hard, and it's like, aren't I always being myself? And yeah, for sure. But being yourself is like not changing yourself to impress someone else. A lot of people like call me quiet or shy or whatever. But I'm not quiet. Most quiet, Kayla Day. I don't talk a lot at school, but if people talk to me and stuff, they'd find out that I'm like really funny and cool and talkative. By the way, I like your shirt a lot. It's like so cool. What? Eighth grade, as much as I, uh, this looks amazing. I'm still going to see Endgame, but I will definitely yes. going to be see, uh, be seeing eighth grade. You well. should, because I don't know. It's you saw too, Rory. It's I did. such a good film. It just it reminds me of that awkward phase of being in eighth grade or sixth class, as well as known. That's here. right. We had this. Just, uh, it's yeah. sixth class, P seven, and eighth grade. Yes, yeah, that's it. P seven. P 7s in the <laughs> north, so it is. You can't Never just ignore us up there, you birds. Dairy girls. <laughs> What's oh. that joke? It's like uh, six, seven, eight, no, seven, eight, nine, something. <laughs> that's not a joke, that's know. counting. It's counting. Seven, eight, like eight, nine. Oh, seven, oh, eight. Oh, right, Why right. is nine afraid of seven? That's there it. There we go. Yeah. Because seven, seven, eight, nine. Eight, no, nine. And that's Why are the other numbers afraid of seven? Because yeah, yeah, seven, yeah. eight, nine. nine it's yeah, taking a strange yeah. tangent. Nail it. And tell me, does that come up in the film? It does, and I'm glad you asked. It's a no, whole counting uh, subplot. <laughs> so it does story Kayla, who's played by Elsie Fisher, who is a fantastic young Amazing. actress. She's really a big, big future for this gal, I think. Um, but it kind of just shows how social media is really influencing kids growing up these days. And there's a big big difference between growing up now and I'd be terrified to grow up now because your whole life is on social media. Like whatever about that awkward phase when I had no eyebrows and makeup everywhere, at least no one saw it. There's no photographic evidence. Like today. You want a mess? Can we get a look at the screen here? <laughs> yeah, da, 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 da. No. When I cut my own fringe because I was like, I can do this. It's like, no, there's no photographic evidence of that. But it's a really, just a lovely film, I think. It is. It's, uh, at times unbearably uncomfortable to watch. Yes. Like I was like, oh, just not wanting 
it to continue down the road it was going because it was so relatably awkward yeah. at times. But uh, the fact that Bo Burnham wrote and directed it, mm-hmm. like how he's how <laughs> was he able to like channel the mind of a what twelve year old girl yeah, so perfectly? It's interesting because he talks about how that was his biggest audience and whenever he did... Who did you talk to about that? We actually spoke to... uh, I spoke to him about it and I was just saying that whenever he would do stand-up gigs, the majority of people coming up to afterwards were 12, 13-year-old girls who who related most to his comedy, who could really relate. So he didn't want to put it as himself. He thought people would think it was a story about him. So that's why he channeled it through a character of female voice and he found it a lot easier to find and talk through and yeah. Yeah, because we're going to have Bo Burnham on the show next week because he was it. in Dublin uh, a few weeks back and you got a chance yeah. to have a wee chat with him. So, chat all about the film. But I just find it interesting because I loved his stand-up comedy and that he's kind of, he suffers from anxiety and finds now making films a far more easier mode to like create content with because with stand-up you're performing and that whole rush of anxiety whereby you can sit back and relax when someone's watching your film and you're just watching it with them and... Very interesting to hear him talk about that because I could relate to that with it. Yeah, as you were saying, like big things happening probably for uh, the lead actress in it, but for Bo Burnham then as, as well, well because yeah. he's obviously this is his feature debut and like it's obviously a remarkable yeah. film. Yeah, and I do think he was snubbed a bit for not getting. I think so too. Directorial yeah, at the like, Oscars or this year. even screenplay. Screen- yeah, original. Yeah, it's, it, was. it was one of those like hidden gem things that mm. we're going to spend the next ten years telling people like, have you not seen it? Yeah. Sit down and watch it. It's so good. And it is so good. And, yeah, like, on the one hand, you're like, oh, up against Endgame. But as you said, uh, there are a lot of people out there who just aren't MCU fans. So if you are going to the cinema, make sure you see it, because it is, it's one of my favourite films I've seen this year so far. Watch Endgame, pee, then go see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Done. a great plan. So yeah. Endgame, go to the toilet, and then go and watch 8th grade. Perfect. Um, there is another release out this week, though, an Irish film, uh, The Dig, starring uh, none other than Mo Dumford, who was in here in the Big Reviewski set. Um, who just we just find him hiding under one of the chairs one day. We're like, get out of here, Mo. Yeah, exactly. But um, there is a b- 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 bonus feature, or is it a m- 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 bonus feature? Mo. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. What? Oh, that's for next week. That's for next week. Am I getting a tick or next? Your face says tick. His face says tick. Your face says tick. Big tick energy. But yeah, so the dig is out this week as well. It is, yeah. Yeah. Can we go to a clip? Yeah. Let's go to a clip. We'll do a clip and then review it. Now that we've seen a clip of the dig, what's it all about? I know, about? sorry for pushing the clip of the dig <laughs> on top. Put the clip on again. 
More clips. Uh, yeah, Mo Dunford plays a man who's just been re re released from prison after 15 years for uh, the murder of his then girlfriend. And he comes back to his house and it's basically abandoned and he's planning on selling it, but he looks out into his, I guess you'd say garden, but he owns a, a huge plot of land and he sees a man out there digging a hole and can see that he's d dug several hundred holes, uh, I guess, over the last 15 years. And he goes up and it's the dad of the murdered girl and the dad is convinced that Mo has buried the body of the girl in his land because the body was never actually discovered, but he was uh, imprisoned anyway. So initially tries to get him off his land and then he actually starts to help him dig up the, the, the dig into the holes because the night the girl went missing, Mo got blackout drunk and doesn't remember where he put the body. Um, so he actually starts to get as invested as the dad to see where the daughter is. Right, because uh, oh. Mo Dunford is obviously uh, one of Ireland's, you know, most exciting acting talents, and he has, especially like in Irish films, he hasn't like really gone outside of Ireland yet. No, it's yeah. more like kind of Michael inside. He's brilliant in that. Mm -hmm. uh, Patrick's Day as well, where he kind of had his breakthrough role. Um, Rosie, uh, Rosie yeah. as well. And Vikings, people know Vikings. As of well, course, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, just a really excellent Irish young actor. Yeah, he, yeah, like. He he seems naturally drawn to darker, nastier people uh, in his roles. Like even he was even in uh, Handsome Devil, but he was the the awful homophobic rugby teacher in that mm. as well. So even in a, in a light comedy, he's like the bad guy. So yeah, he he does the heavy stuff really well. And oh Christ, this film is heavy. Like it's only an hour and a half long, but it's it's so dour and foreboding, and it's it's. Like it's just four speaking parts in the whole film. The two of them, the dad and Mo, uh, and then a police officer who just lives nearby, and then the sister of the missing girl as well. Uh, so it's a very, it's a small enough film. It's the exact opposite of Avengers <laughs> Endgame. Endgame. One set. Do all much. the people get enough time? <laughs> they, they get enough time. Um, it is. It's well acted. It's well shot. Didn't really care for the ending. Okay. Uh, and it is a tough watch, but on the other hand, it is—it's uh, something different from Irish film. It's not the regular kind of misery porn drama. There is a there is a kind of not quite a thrillery element, Shana but Gray like vibe. not even that because that was that was more of a dark comedy. This mm -hmm. is like it's just more of a mystery drama. So you will watch it and you will stick with it because you will you want, want to, to know how it turns happens, out. Yeah. Um, and I'd say the ending will divide. Okay. A lot of people. Like, it will be a talking point ending. Like yeah. I, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know about that. But like, I know other people have seen it, and they're like, oh, the ending really, really worked for me. Yeah. So, it will, it will get people talking. Okay, so it's another week where you're spoiled for choice. Family Plex Cinemas. Obviously, Avengers Endgame is out. Eighth grade, uh, another brilliant film, and then The Dig for something. Uh, dark and dirty as well. You do know that someone is going to do all three of them in one sit down. <laughs> cool. and I, and I so what's your schedule now? It's Avengers Endgame, P, <laughs> yeah. eighth grade. Food, food probably. Food. food. And then, probably, yeah. And then the dig. Dig, yeah. And probably um, again. Yeah. Um, what a day. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a life. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> um, what a cinema. Yeah. So now it's time to uh, announce the winner. Well, we actually uh, announced the winner uh, online the other day because the premiere of Avengers Endgame has happened here in Ireland. And I want to say a big congratulations 
congratulations to, uh, well, to everybody who did spot the mystery Marvel connection between uh, our last three weeks of High Clues. Because uh, we were wondering, like, are people going to get this? Or how is this going to work? Loads of people got the connection. So thanks a million for entering the competition. People really wanted to see that film. But uh, the person who was randomly chosen out of the hat, and you can thank Paul Moore for randomly choosing you out as well, um, was... Jersey used to wear number four. Oh, is that what it that was? was it, yeah. yeah. So um, Rory Hamilton. Um, so close. Was a, <laughs> yeah, so close. Um, who is our uh, newly discovered High Clue High Master? Who, uh, well, we'll have a look at the, the High Clues now. So, the one from three weeks ago uh, was Freezing Green Christmas, Princess Mary Banks on Him, Deadly Balloon Show. Oh, you can finally We can them say all. what yeah. the answers oh, are yeah. now. Oh, so, my God, the weight of relief. Yeah, I know. So here we go. We'll rattle through these because there's a bunch of them. So the answer to this one was the mask. Mm. And uh, so we go back and have a look at it. Freezing Green Christmas was, a relation, uh, was in relation to Jim Carrey because he freezes in the mask. Uh, he's also green, obviously. And Christmas uh, is his surname in Dumb and Dumber. So there was that. Grinch as well, right? And the Grinch, Grinch makes yeah, you think of the Grinch as well. Uh, the middling, Princess Mary, banks on him. Uh, Princess, uh, one of the famous film princesses, is Princess Fiona in Shrek and Shrek the Third. Mm -hmm. uh, Mary, uh, there's something about Mary. So those are both references to Cameron Diaz. Banks on him. She's relying on the mask in it. And he also works in a bank as well. Uh, Deadly Balloon Show was the scene in the alley when he has the balloons and he makes the uh, Tommy, Tommy gun. gun yeah. yeah, and he shoots the criminals. Of course, Jim Carrey plays Stanley Ipkiss uh, in that film. So that was uh, the first high clue. The second one was Miserable Kyle. Fashionable Caesar's <laughs> kind. Don't say Just it. read Don't it yourselves. It. Hellish company. <laughs> um, so miserable Kyle. Fashionable Caesar's <laughs> kind. Hellish company. I can't help it. I don't know any kinds in real life. Yeah. Um, and the answer to that one was uh, the devil wears Prada. So when you're seeing like the Terminator, are you like Kyle Reese? Kyle Reese. <laughs> Kyle's Kyle Reese there. Um, so as I said, yeah, devil wears Prada. Uh, the first line was miserable Kyle was in relation to Anne Hathaway. Uh, she plays Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Uh, and also, <laughs> what did I say? Catwoman. Cat, Catwoman. Cat, and miserable because she's unhappy in her job. And also it's a reference to Les Mis. Fashionable Caesar's kind. <laughs> <laughs> You're just putting it on, you know. You're putting it on. With them was uh, a relation uh, in relation to Stanley Tucci's character. He's fashionable. He's kind to her. And he also plays uh, Caesar in uh, the Hunger Games films. Mm. And the last line, hellish company. So the company, the other people that she works with are obviously really nasty, mm. but also hellish. Uh, the was that uh, the Devil Wears Prada? So that was that one. So that's two. So you have Stanley Ipkiss and you have Stanley Tucci. And the final uh, high clue uh, from last week was Randall's the dull type, bomb loving boss overlooks murders back to front. I think this one was a wee bit of a an easy one. The answer, of course, was. The Shining. The shining. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work for that one. Randall's there. So, uh, Randall uh, is uh, a reference Randall to McMurphy. Randall McMurphy, uh, Jack Nicholson's character in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, the dull type, because he's uh, typing, he says, all oh, work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Mm -hmm. Bomb-loving boss overlooks. The, over, uh, the boss is the director. Uh, Stanley Kubrick uh, he loves uh, the bomb in Doctor Strangelove mm -hmm. and overlooks because uh, he's in charge of everything and also it's set in the Overlook Hotel and the last line murders back to front which is a plot point because 
Red rum. Red rum. Peely, peely. <laughs> Free ad from McDonald's. Okay. Uh, murders back to front. I didn't know we needed. Um, so anyway, that's all those. So as we said, uh, the director of that one was Stanley Kubrick. So he had three Stanleys. Stanley Ipkiss, Stanley Tucci, and Stanley Kubrick. And they were all in reference to Showgirls. a Marvel legend. Showgirls, yeah. Stan Deadpool. So as I said, loads of people uh, got it correct. So congratulations. Um, and as I said, a very special congratulations to Rory Hamilton. Uh, Thank hope you. I mean, the film. hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, oh, so many high clues. If only we, for this thank week. God we've no more. Maybe there's one more. What? Yeah. Okay, this is the last one. But this is for Omniplex tickets. You can have a chance to win these. We'll put it. (laughs) No, there's no Kyle this time. Uh, So this week's one, which is completely separate from No Fleur, from Marvel (laughs) Films, it's Space Cowboys Suit Up, Cover Letter for Fresh Job, Pugs Better Than Bug. And now we go live to our uh, syllable correspondent, Justine Stafford. It checks out, guys. It checks out. So we're allowed to do this one. We're allowed to go. Space Cowboys Suit Up. Cover letter for fresh job, pugs better than bug. For anybody listening, pugs is pug apostrophe S as well. So that's, uh, uh, that's a very easy one. You think that's a very easy yeah. one? Okay. Yeah. Any Justine? I Rory? something in the Thoughts? yeah, first line. No. 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 Not coming yet. Not coming no, yet. Not at the moment, but Okay, okay. Trying uh, to think of like what movie has cowboys mm. in space. I, yeah, that's the Cowboys in space. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I yeah. What do you Very reckon confident. has it for you? I think uh, if you look at the backdrop of the screen, I think it's a massive. Uh, oh thing, Jesus! Yeah. Oh God! All right, well, extra clues there. Well, it's, um, it's there. Yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. the big competition. It could be the Reds. <laughs> could be. Anything. I think. I think there's something there. Anyway, we have uh, Omniplex tickets up for grabs. So uh, yeah, you can enter that competition up on Joe. Keep an eye out on social as well. And again, that's pretty much it for this week. We have uh, Bo Burnham, uh, the writer and director of Eighth Grade. On the show next week, and we're also going to have Mo Dumford as well. So Mo Bo here on Joe, um, so you can look forward to that as well. Uh, in the meantime, everyone needs to go and see Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. so I'm yeah. but I'm gonna go see it. Again. I'm gonna sit in yeah. dark. There's three good films here, so yeah, I'm just gonna sit yeah. in the dark all day. Yeah, yeah, perfect. All three days. Okay, yeah, I'm not watching any of them. Okay. No. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. So let me tell you how Endgame. <gasps> okay. Cut, 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 cut. You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas.